for plebs, by plebs, dropping the Bitcoin only signal. Pleb underground. Welcome everyone to the Pleb Underground. Welcome back to Pleb Underground. This is episode 40. Bitcoin pleb energy is the glue, retorting facts and no hue. Shitcoiners have no humor, only cancerous growth like a tumor. Go ham with your stacks, TO scam with the stacks. Blow more bubble, trees flower and wax. Flow no trouble, memes shower from stacks. Power transformation, no need to restrict from Atlantic City to the Columbia District. Brothers, I'm still young. Highway to hell, still unsung. I'm back in black. A little tension, not quite slack. A little loose, hot night hack. She wants to lose, not fight back. Knees on the floor and when she's on all four again. What will you do when you until you're interred? Spread your seed or spread your word. Ain't no second best, nor even a third. Arguing against what you think was being inferred. Straw man scaring crows, raw man flaring flows. Lawless farms, their sharing grows. Flawless gums, we're wearing those. Now visibly better, but it's not called C. It's called core lightning, it's not called C. Names are important, lightning's not from just from labs. Keep educating yourself in this market that crabs. Course not 850, make learn quite swiftly. Constructed by nifty, nice so not shifty. Swift with the shift key, not adrift with a grift C. Excel with this grace, react and displace. Gang like the base, 58 space. K she hit the ace, full house in this place. Ace, queen and king, quite a nice ring. Out comes the jack, 10-10 on her back. A quick game of poker, she's wearing a choker. He's swearing he'll choke her, both lit like a smoker. Bitcoin number go up, but it's brownie emotion. Seems random at first, but brewed like a potion. Dynamic equilibria, some call them markets. Plan for inheritance, hodl through caskets. Perspiration is the game, hiking humidity chads. Here for the work, not the fame, like the inventor of liquidity ads. Walton, that was... Again, absolutely amazing. That's right, guys. We are back, Pleb Underground, and joining us today, in case you didn't get it from that awesome rhyme, we've got Nifty Nye, who is a fellow Bitcoiner and protocol person. Nifty Nye, thank you so much for joining also us. Also known as a Blockstream Lizard. Ooh, Blockstream Lizard. Yeah, I'm on sabbatical, though. They made me leave the, the lizard costume behind when I left. Um... It's okay. At least you don't have a wizard costume on. Yeah, and cold storage. Yeah. Oh, that's hey, what's true. Worse? What's worse, lizards or wizards? I don't know. Is this like an ass audience? Can I phone a friend? Um, uh, I, you know, I get mad about the wizard things. I like to think I'm kind of like a tech wizard, and then they're like, we're like, I don't know, whatever, whatever kind Lops. of wizard they are. <laughs> larps, wizard larps. It's hard to compete with the larps, though. You know, I just like. Look, they have like fantastic that. marketing. Like that—that's the—that—that's the thing, right? When you're when you're dealing in vaporware, you that's get lots of money for marketing. That's right. Dude, that's uh, all it is. That's all that. That's what the whole like ordinal NFT like ecosystem is. It's like marketing Olympics. Like you know, you go prove how good you at marketing stuff. I don't know how topic we are now, but yeah. Oh no, we're um, always on topic. We are always on topic. It's yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. But you know what? To your point, right? Uh, before we dive into the numbers. Um, I saw a, uh, there was a tweet from Dan Held that was retweeted from from Not Grubles, and um, he was he was getting upset. He was he was getting upset that we were calling that we were calling the NFT uh, not the NFT uh, the ordinal and inscription supporters grifters, and you know like and and of course right his the the comment was I'll put up the tweet uh, but essentially saying that you know we claim Bitcoin Puritans claim that Bitcoin is permissionless 
but at the same time, you know, we're crying about the ordinals. And, and I think that I think that those kind of takes are slightly disingenuous because the reality is, is that that's absolutely correct. It is a free market. It is permissionless. So that means I have the right to dump on it and call it bullshit for what it is. The same way that he has the right to market this crap and pretend that it's something special, you know? So, yeah, they're grifters. Anyways. All right. We are moving on over to the numbers. Yeah, the, the numbers never brought to you by Dan Held, um, always brought to you by Time Chain Stats and Time Chain Calendar. At the time of this recording, the block height is 792588 The Bitcoin price or Bitcoin fiat exchange or fiat Bitcoin exchange, 27175 Total public lightning capacity, 5321 Moscow time, 3680 And the chain rewrite days, 705 I mean, I guess I'm happy that we're above 25k for the uh, for the exchange rate. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That just means you're getting lazy, Phil. If you want the number to go up, yeah. Apparently, right? App apparently, if you want number to go up, you're you're a terrible person. What are we supposed to do about? Hey, that? not everyone's planned eater. No, no, not everyone's planned eater. Okay, let's let's take a look. I've I've got some I've got some interesting numbers here that I think people aren't paying attention to in the current market. All right, this is a tweet from Bam the Mexican. Definitely follow him. He does a weekly. He also does a, a weekly newsletter. Absolutely awesome. Look, Bam! That's right. Bitcoin only. Go Bam. All right, so damn, 68.5% of the Bitcoin supply hasn't moved in over a year. A new all-time high. My favorite metric combined with hash rate, which has almost doubled since the first time Bitcoin reached 60K. Although these don't predict the price, they... Number one, the education, belief, and determination of the current holders that Bitcoin is a safe store of value and will potentially be worth much more. And two, strong adoption trend. As machines become more efficient and more machines get plugged, despite price not being at an all-time high. I got to say that right now, considering we're in a quote-unquote bear market, I, and I have to put the quotations around it because I don't really consider this a bear market, it's, I, I think it's very... Crap. Huh? Crab market. Crab market. I like that. Ooh, crab market. Okay, no, wait. Explain crab markets, Walton. It's going sideways. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Nifty and I, were you, were you, uh, were you knowledgeable of the crab market analogy? I, I never heard that one before. No, it's a new one for me, Phil. It's a new one for you. So, what are your thoughts? Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, on Bam's tweet? Does that make you bullish? What do you think? Do you think it does it signify the uh, you know like we'll say adoption or uh, conviction, right? Conviction of the hodlers. Oh, huge conviction signal in my mind. Um, the thing that I see when I see something like that, I always get worried. It's going to sound terrible. I, so I like think about things from lightning liquidity perspective and I'm like, all right, well, if the coins aren't moving, that means it's like not moving into lightning. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, there's like a lot of things that that could mean. It means people aren't moving it onto, it also means they're not moving it off of exchanges, right? Like we don't know who's not moving coins right um so maybe it's a good thing maybe it's a bad thing i like i feel like oh wait that, that brings up that brings up the debate i want to ask you this like what are your thoughts are is it is it spenders or is it the hodlers like i've seen people demonize hodlers right i've seen that narrative come about and then I, i've also seen hodlers right demonize people who choose to spend bitcoin are you in a camp are you in one of those camps 
I'm in a, I think I, can I be in both camps at the same time? I mean, I, I, I hold my Bitcoin, but I also spend Bitcoin. Um, I'm a really big fan of like, like spend and replace. I guess that's a thing. Like, you know, you just like buy the Bitcoin. So if I'm going to like spend money, I guess is the way of thinking it about it. Like it's like, I'd prefer to like spend the money to buy Bitcoin and then send the Bitcoin to someone that, I don't know, send them fiat. Um, when it's an option uh but yeah yeah I mean I also like run base 58 using bitcoin so I like send people bitcoin over there sometimes you know you're paying out stuff um, all right we're gonna we're gonna save the base 58 stuff for when we put you in the hot seat for the interview portion so great. okay <laughs> yeah, that's cool. right that's where we ask you the really tough questions about you so okay cool yeah no pressure um, no pressure Walton, any thoughts on the uh, on on Bam's tweet? I know we're friends with Bam, so of course we're we're biased. We're we're biased to to his numbers. Um, I don't know. I try I try not to look at stats for for Hopium. I think it's easy to get pulled into that sort of thing. Um, I mean, the the fact that a certain number of percentage of coins haven't, or certain is it a percentage of the UTXOs or percentage of the value of UTXOs? Because the, that'd be interesting. Which one's which? If that makes sense, as in like, it's sixty eight point five percent of the Bitcoin supply that hasn't moved in over a year. So they mean the 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 percentage of total Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. Um, not necessarily not number of UTXOs. Yeah. Okay. Um given given things like lightning, um the bitcoin won't necessarily move on chain but could still be being used for a whole bunch of transactions. So you could have, you know, if there's bitcoin lo locked up in lightning channels, that's not going to be moving on chain until the until until the the channel gets closed, right? Cuz it's just a well, you know, we are two of two I mean, multi well, we also do show the the you know the public the public lightning capacity, right? So that's been you know I mean that's like fifty three hundred plus BTC, so that's pretty steady. But to your point, right? Yeah, but like, the volume of transactions can be exactly, going up without the amount of liquidity going up. Exactly. You know, so that, that I think that that metric is maybe something that we should start showing during the numbers, right? There's not much you can show. You can't. You don't know how many kind of total lightning transactions are taking place. And oh, I think damn. it's unknowable. Lisa, is that is that correct? That's true. That's right. Yeah. 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 Ah, oh, damn. So there's privacy there, huh? It's mm. like by design. Yeah. Like secret by design i guess i don't know oh gosh no that's great because that that's obviously a fudding point right that's like that, that that's like a big fudding point that people try to use right when they don't understand when they don't understand lightning or they don't understand the ecosystem not that i understand it entirely i don't you know but like that that was something that you know that is a metric that would be nice to know but it's it's unknowable so we can't even use it all right that wraps up the numbers and we are moving on over to our guest discussion. The guest discussion is brought to you by CypherSafe. Check them out, CypherSafe.io. Look, everybody has to store their seed. Paper is just not going to cut it. Check out CypherSafe.io. They've got awesome products such as the Cypher Grid, and it comes with an awesome little punch tool. Check them out at CypherSafe.io. CypherSafe also makes 
absolutely fantastic physical Bitcoin art, such as the Bitcoin Rolo Triangle. It's made of 100% titanium, and it's got absolutely beautiful detail to it. Check it out. Four by four by four inches, and it weighs 16 ounces. Anyways, the Bitcoin Rolo Triangle by CypherSafe. Check them out at cyphersafe.io. All right, so as you know, we've got Nifty Nye joining us on our guest discussion. She is our official Pleb Underground guest for the episode. Nifty Nye, before we, uh, before we, started, uh, before we started recording, um, I see that you, you do a whole bunch of stuff. I don't really, I, you know what? What do you do? Tell us, tell us maybe a little bit about yourself. So confrontational, Phil. Yeah, I know, I am, right? I told her she's going to be in the hot seat. Yeah, straight out of the bat there with the thing. Yeah, uh, so I for the past like five years, I've been working on the lightning specs at Blockstream as like a developer, like the protocol dev, um, really kind of working around, specifically around like how do we get more liquidity deployed to lightning? How do you track where your like money is going when it's in lightning um, on like the core lightning project? Um, and then in like January of this year, I've kind of gone on sabbatical, uh, turned in my lizard suit, at least for the next 10 months um, to work on some, I guess, like passion projects in the Bitcoin space. One of those is called Base58, which is uh, my protocol school. So teach people about the Bitcoin protocol. Um, our flagship class was on Bitcoin transactions, which I realized like after the fact is like, you know, not the sexiest thing to be selling, but I think it's really important basic information that anyone who like works on or with Bitcoin should really know. Um, so that's like our flagship class and I'm working, hopefully now that I'm on sabbatical, um, I'll have time to get out like a lightning class and a taproot class. Um, I also run a conference series. It's like a dev conference. So technical Bitcoiners um, called Bitcoin Plus Plus. We did three of them uh, in the last 12 months. Uh, we did two in Austin, one in Mexico City. I'm currently working on the next one this fall that's going to be in Berlin. So I don't know. Keep it busy, I guess. Um, so your base 58 stuff, um, which sounds very interesting to me. I, uh, a follow up question to that. Um, essentially, like, who is your your target your target audience? Like, is yeah. it the noob or sorry? Go ahead. Oh, this is a great question because, like, I get this question all the time. I think the truth about the base 58 class is you need to be a developer. Like, you really, I've had like a bunch of VCs come through. I had some guys from 1031 come through the class. I had Brad Mills come through. Brad Mills has amazing questions, but I think, like, to really get and understand, it's like how big of like, how much do you want to come away with the class from, you know? If you've been a developer and you've been working on code for like a year or two, like you don't have to have like a lot of experience. So you probably should know some basic code stuff. It's the perfect class for you. You'll have a great time. Um, you'll probably have, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's a hard class. Like It, it might be fair to say that there's a bit of a, there's, there's a gap between developers and Brad Mills. Like there's, um, <laughs> Brad Mills essentially is, is famous for being, uh, a Bitcoin OG who's been literally every single shitcoin has li exit liquidity, um, and and he's still you know worth worth millions of dollars, right? Um, it, it's a, he, he's a, I don't know, I kind of like the guy, but it's he, it's it's kind of embarrassing how stupid he is at, at times. Um, do you think someone who's maybe not a programmer but is is you know isn't mathematically challenged like like, like Brad? Um, do, do you think they, they might 
be able to participate in your course well? Yeah, I think like, so the thing about, the thing about base 58, the thing that you really need to know, and even people who are devs don't know this stuff, is like how bytes work. Like what is a byte? What is a binary encoding? Like that sort of thing. And it's like, it's not math. It's well, there's math in there. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's, it's funny. It's like, in a byte. Yeah, exactly. Like, what does a hexadecimal look like? What is hex? How does hex get from being a hex to whatever? I have like an hour and a half like YouTube video where I like attempt to explain it. Um, Isn't computer science just a bunch of linear algebra anyway? I, you know, I've never done in linear, 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 linear algebra, so I would not know. I'm not like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I'm okay at math. I'm not great at it. Um, I can do some it, math. It's, it's interesting. So, I mean, like I suck at math. Like I, but give me basic math and and I'm good with it. I, I just like, for some odd reason, I, I've just always been terrible at math and, and that's okay. But you know what? That's how I know in my eyes, that's how I know that Bitcoin is legitimate because it's math is so simple that even I get it. And I'm like, you can count to See, 21 million. Wait, it's like math, math flows through my veins <laughs> and that's why Bitcoin works. See, so for him, it's the complete opposite. Him, it's like everything is math and that's why Bitcoin works. And me, it's like, meh. I get the basic math. Bitcoin works, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. so left and right side. That makes sense. Yeah, Maybe I mean, nifty nice in the middle, right? Maybe nifty nice in in the middle, right? She's the hey, one that call her a midwit. That's not very nice. Well, I mean, I'm a tard. So, what do you want? I can't say that on Twitter, on YouTube. The, um, yeah, you I, can. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> there is some algebra in the class. No. I feel like I should point that out. I don't See? know. At least in the basic so, class. So hold algebra. on. So hold on a second. I, I just, I, I have to ask though. So do you get like, I'm assuming you, um, because you, you made a very important point. You said, you know, what do you want to come away with, uh, you know, from this class, right? So essentially, you know, if we don't have at least a base in programming, we're most likely not going to take that much away. But uh, let me ask you this. So from the VCs, I'm very curious, like, do you, do you get like the deer caught in the headlights type of thing? Like what, uh, if you don't mind, if there, is there anything to share? Any interesting stories? Yeah, that's a really great question. I feel like some of them suddenly get too busy and aren't able to finish the class. Um, oh, is there then, a test? Uh, there's homework. I don't think anyone has done any of the homework. I don't think I've had a homework submitted by, you know, it's optional. Like, I'm kind of like a weird, in terms of educators go, like, Maybe I should get better at this, but like, you know, if you don't do your no, homework. This is like, a way this is a way to opt in education is how how Yeah, it I don't be. care if you don't do your homework. I mean, you're gonna get as much out of it as you put into it, right? It's like kinda like proof of work stuff, right? Like if you don't do your homework, it's not gonna be a very valuable thing to have done. I don't know. I mean okay, learn so, stuff, but like So does uh, everybody get the certificate at the end? Whether no, if you don't the do homework your, or not? If you don't, if you don't do your homework, like no, I'm like this is like So is there so is there a test? Question: Is it is it called Base Fifty Eight because you love Fifty Eight K Gang? Is is that what this is about? This is about you. You have a love for Dennis Sat and 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 penis. I don't know who that is. So yes, Ooh, definitely. That's that's really yeah, definitely for the thing I've never you heard need, of. No, you, you um, need to know who Dennis is, and you need to know who the Fifty Eight K Gang is. Definitely. But is there, do you guys have a class I can sign up for? What's your? Schedule? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. There's a class. It's on Twitter. So, so I think it was 2021. It the 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 fiat exchange rate um kept oscillating over 58k, and and so um there were a whole um, bunch of 
memes and a, and a crew that came out of this that that said that you know like you know how one bitcoin will e always equal one bitcoin they say one bitcoin will always equal 58k like yeah. it's a stable coin uh, and it, like it's equilibrium price is 58k essentially um yeah um, are they still offering that deal i've got some coin to tell them um no <laughs> i'm sorry you got some coin to sell them <gasps> they're not like that it's like, so arbitrage, friends. I don't know. Um, yeah, arbitrage. Okay. Math thing. You wouldn't get it, Phil. No, sorry. You're right. Um, I would. You're right. I wouldn't. <laughs> that's the and that's that's actually that's actually how uh, SBF made made all his money. There was a there was a ten percent uh, premium for Bitcoin in Japan, and so he was arbitraging it and made made millions in months. He hired okay. he hired somebody like me to do the accounting. <laughs> that's what he did. He's like, let's find somebody who can't figure this out. <laughs> Like, so I've actually, from back channels, I feel like I get a lot of my news through back channels. Um, and one of my, one of my back channels was telling me that there's good reason to believe that like SBF, SBF is like a scammer, right? Like when he tells you things, like, should you believe him? And, uh, apparently a friend of mine was saying that like someone looked into, like seriously looked into this, I think they call it the kimchi premium, right? Like the, taking the coins to, I don't know, somewhere in Asia and selling it, um, wherever the kimchi is, maybe it's Japan. Um, being able to run this arbitrage. Well, kimchi was Korean, but. Yeah, maybe he was selling it in Korea then. I don't know. Anyways. I don't know anything. Basically, about. like, the whole thing is they were, like, sneaking USB sticks onto planes is how you make this happen, right? Or something like that. Someone said that at the volume he claimed to do it, it was, like, physically impossible. Like, there was literally probably no way that he was able to, like, make as much money as he thought. So he probably didn't have as much money as he said he had, if that makes sense. Like him being oh, yeah. like billions on this thing. It's like, well, he probably, probably lying about that too. I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah. Once the scammer, always a scammer. I don't know. Um, okay. Let me correct my statement. Supposedly that's how SBF made all his money. Okay. Happy now, Lisa. <laughs> much better. Thank you. Well, I appreciate the correction. Yeah. You know, we're we honest journalists around here. We'll 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 report it accurately and and make corrections on the spot if if needed. Great, yeah. And we appreciate you keeping Walton honest, you know, because it's yeah, you know, you got to keep us honest. So well, I, I think it's more just like SBF. No one can think SBF's that cool because he's not. You know, he wants you to think he's that cool, but like, let's set the record straight. He's a scammer, um, who. I don't know, like spent everyone's money. Like told you he was like buying Bitcoin. He wasn't buying Bitcoin. Like what was it when they like when they went to a receivership or whatever, there was like zero Bitcoin on their books, right? Like they everyone thought they owned Bitcoin by holding it in FTX. They had nothing. They didn't. Yeah. It was paper Bitcoin. They were selling you paper Bitcoin. You were holding paper Bitcoin. Um, which is always fascinating because it's like, wow, like all those people were paying 58k for paper on FTX, you know? Um, I don't know. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Isn't that scary? It's pretty. I don't scary. know if it's scary so much as like, man, self custody is like the other thing. Like, this is gonna sound. This is totally off topic. Whatever. But like, talking to like, well, okay, so like Bitcoin. Like, I feel like the the ecosystem of like, you know, not your keys, not your coins, all that on Bitcoin. Like, holding your own crypto is really fucking hard. I don't know if you guys have run into this. I'm like pretty smart. I find it like a little challenging to so get into. We talked about this last week. I went straight from exchange to multi-sig um, and I've never done single sig because I think it's a shit coin because there's no redundancy and I don't like it. So it's a horrible it. fucking idea. It's a horrible fucking idea. 
Um, multi-sig is definitely where it's at. Like you should definitely have a multi-sig setup. Um, whether you're the ones with all the keys or especially now with things like nunchuck, it's so easy to do, you know, NFC mobile first and you can connect it to your own nunchuck. I hate so... nunchuck. Ugh. Like, you hate nunchuck? I really wanted to like it. Look, man, oh, I really wanted to like it. I really wanted to like it. I like tried to like, film this. We we have to pause this. We have to censor this. This has to be censored. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, That's controversial. Like, it is controversial, though. Um, People are like okay, tell us, tell us why, because they recently did like a whole bunch of updates, and they have beautiful coin control and all these things. Tell it's me like why. Gorgeous yeah, but... It's beautiful. It's like totally great. But I was trying to set up, what so I run base fifty-eight, which we have like a corporate treasury, right? Like, you know, we have like a, I was trying to set up a multi-sig for a corporate treasury because we accept Bitcoin. We were doing the whole thing through BTC Pay server, like. You know, we wanted a like multi-sig that you send it to that me and my co-founder would have to sign off on to spend, right? So I was trying to set up a nice, like I wanted what Nunchuck offers. I wanted like multi-sig that you could like do with like a chat, right? Like they have the really nice integrated chat stuff, which is fucking sick. But like my attempts to set up the kind of wallet, I mean, I'm also really picky as a human. I have like very specific things I want in a wallet. I wanted a descriptor wallet that I could import different places. And I like wanted... To be able to like set up my keys a certain when way. When did you do this? Because the update was literally like a, I swear like a month ago or something, and it's, it's and it's it, very extensive. Yeah. Okay, maybe I should check it out. But this was like maybe eight, yeah. eight months, nine months ago. The problem oh. I ran into definitely was, in that case, definitely check it out because there was a recent update. Maybe it's not a month ago. It was within the last month or two because I was clamoring for it for the for the coin control because like I, I thought like, it's, it's such an easy way like, to do multi sig that if you can. Give them my email. Like I, just, I ended up just doing it on Sparrow and like using Blue Wallet to like move stuff around and it worked great. So, um, yeah, Nunchuck, you can now connect to your own node using Tailscale. That's cool. Tailscale is sick. Tailscale is so sick. You guys should get Tailscale to sponsor you because they're sick. No, that's I mean, the second time I've heard of Tailscale in the last uh, in the last twenty four hours. So obviously, we I, I, need I talked to about it last week when I talked about Nunchuck and this. No, but this I don't update. remember things, dude. Mm. I, I, I'm yeah, over forty. Okay. That's it. Like Fair whatever's enough. left in here, that's it, man. You know, like there's no more space. Now we're just emptying stuff out. You know, so I, I you know, you may have said it last week, but I'm only remembering it because I heard it twice in the last twenty four hours. It's repetition. Yeah, totally. You know. It's called recency bias. Recency bias. I get over the threshold of whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, but Tailscale is amazing. I use it for all my like home infra. I've got like a what 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 is Tailscale for the? It's a v like, like a VPN essentially. Yeah, it's like well, I mean, it's, for me, it's yeah, it's like a private, it's a private network, private mesh network. So all I like, I run all my own servers, right? I like, I own all my machines, like bare metal. I like. I run a few things in the cloud, but most of all my stuff is like on computers that I own. And um, can you give us examples of things that you're running on on your servers? Yeah, um, I run a Lightning node. I run a testnet node. I run only one. I think I have one Bitcoin node at this point. I've got a whole dev machine that's got like like good for running. Um, you know, when you run like test infrastructure, it takes a lot of compute power. So I have like a whole machine that's like got a lot of cores on it so when i'm developing for core lightning i can like build and test stuff pretty fast um uh i've got like this cute little i don't know i write software for base 58 so i just redid the whole website and i made a cute little mailer daemon that i shipped on my like have a little mailer emailing service that <laughs> run we, we, we can tell that we, we can tell that you solve problems because you have a whiteboard behind you 
See, uh, there's no whiteboard like behind if, me. I'm not solving any problems. If this is, if, if you, if you're, if you're a listener or a watcher of the show, and this is your first interaction with Lisa, I can assure you that she's, she's actually reasonably cool in person. Um, she's just, you know, she's, she's very, very uh, business formal and, and extra nerdy on the show. But uh, she, in, in reality, she is, she's reasonably cool. <laughs> it's talking about running servers, not cool. Well, I feel like there's some subtext here. Hey, no, you getting excited about email? That that was the bit that was, uh, you know, but each to their own. Each to their own. <laughs> this is why we had to. This is why we had to cut away to the whiteboard comment. <laughs> to be to be fair, we did introduce introducing as a protocol person. You know, like the true, true. Emails are really, you know, like an OG protocol. Um, yeah. I do get really it's okay. This is why I work on lightning specs though. I get really, really excited about messaging protocols or like Unfortunately for you, you're used to talking at this level, but we're like over here. So like that's the that that's why we're that's why we're having the uh Yeah, this this is but we understand what you do and we appreciate it. So Yeah, we don't we don't we don't have a um restrictive corporate sponsors that um that will tell us to be, you know super nice to the guests and so we can be we can be we can be slightly cruel yeah so i'm not allowed to say bad things about nunchuck i've learned no um okay. <laughs> you can say bad things about nunchuck but I, I'm, yeah, we just I'm, have we just have to censor it all That's I, i'm going to disagree because nunchuck's amazing <laughs> you know we believe right, it's cool. persistent and, but we're and you're making it on on yeah, nine cool. month old information is that correct yeah that's absolutely correct yeah um so it sounds like wait so are we gonna like pull up nunchuck and walk through like setting up a multi-site with nifty um no <laughs> we're not we're, we're not doing any of that maybe next week <laughs> yeah maybe next week <laughs> um okay so so look um i i had to ask you because i noticed on your profile what is and i didn't look at this so i don't know but i just love the name what is chain fail dot substack what is your Substack? oh that name <laughs> that, that name sounds amazing so uh that is my um <laughs> uh i think i managed to buy the domain chain.fail or um and so then I needed something to put on it. So I uh, I started doing my, um, I started a, sh a shitcoin chronicles. So I was like trying to mine a bunch of shitcoins at home. Um, I originally started off with like wanting to do like a home. Mine. So one of the reasons I moved to Texas, I was living in California. I bought a house and moved to Texas in 2019 is because I wanted to like run miners at home, but I couldn't do it in California because you pay like 30 cents a kilowatt hour. 34 cents a kilowatt hour on like stuff oh and God. whatever so i had like these like old ass miners i just bought off ebay um moved to texas started trying to buy like bigger miners to run at home if that makes sense so started getting into like the alibaba like no man's land whatever um ended up getting some like uh shitcoin miners were the ones that i figured out i could run at home and like they like sit power like they, they don't take as much power as like a big thing does also like i'm sure if you've tried running shit at home like the payout on bitcoin stuff is like so like you have to run your miner for a long time before you can get like the payout cut off if that makes sense so like the possibility you could like run your machine for a year hit a problem and never hit the mining cut off so you just have all expenses and no upside and like money locked in a pool you can't get paid out because you don't meet the minimum anyways i did i did some research slash ran some miners for a bit and realized that like the best way i could mine at home was by mining a shitcoin um and then selling it for bitcoin every day so i'd like wake up and like exchange the payout i gotten for my shitcoin to bitcoin like for, like possible. 
as soon as possible. Yeah, basically. I probably should have like automated it, but I'm a little bit of like a lazy basic bitch and never did that. Also, it's fun to like wake up and like smash by, you know, exchange your like shitcoin for Bitcoin. It feels good. Um, a little bit of dopamine hit in the morning, get you out of bed. Um, anyways, yeah. So I started this thing that was going to chronicle all my adventures trying to mine shit coins. Then I got into like trying to mine Tia. I was like looking into like what I need to do to do, uh, what's it called? Like the RV stuff. So I started this like thing that was like, I was like struggling. So it's called chain fail. Cause I was like trying to mine everything, but Bitcoin it was just all going horribly wrong. It was like kind of funny. Like also like I get into like, I don't know, mishaps and stuff. Like I have this whole like funny thing of like, you know, DMing the like lady named Susie on Alibaba to try and like buy like thousands of dollars worth of miners to like convincing this lady to be like, all right, I'm just gonna study the Bitcoin. I guess I'll like maybe get the miner, maybe not. And you're like, this is gonna work. Um anyway, it works, it worked out great. I got some miners, they showed up later. Um, you know, anyway, so that's what it started off as. Recently it's just been my place to like when I have when I see stuff that I think is kind of funny, I'll like go shit on shitcoin stuff. Um yeah, so it's like my Substack. Basically, the same as Wrecked, which is our next section. Actually, yeah, which so. is our next section. That's yeah. perfect. It totally leads into that. And guys, this wraps up our guest discussion with Nifty Nye, and we are moving on over to Wrecked. Up next, we have Wrecked, sponsored by Represent. Represent is a clothing brand owned by a Bitcoiner. Um, they sponsor. Um, a whole bunch of cool Bitcoin things and a whole bunch of uh, efforts that are that are about proof of work uh, or maybe even proof proof of tacos. Um, yeah, pretty awesome guys. They, they they made these these custom shirts that you can't buy, but may maybe you'll be able to get some something special soon. Uh, if you head over to representltd.com, you can you can find a whole bunch of goodies, and if you use the code Pleb Underground, you can get a discount on them all. Once again, that's representltd.com. Up first, uh, a story uh, about the lead developer of Graphene OS uh, stepping down, um, essentially because um, he's being harassed. Um, I, th I think we're seeing... So, so for those of you that don't know, Graphene OS um, is a mobile operating system um, that you can, you know, essentially install uh, on an, an Android-type phone. Um, and it has a bunch of privacy benefits to it. I'm, I'm not an expert on, on graphene, but um, the, people talk very positively about graphene. I think Calyx is an, another one, um, but these are essentially privacy, privacy uh, prioritized mobile operating systems. Um, uh, an NVK here says, don't discard the Spooks Classics playbook to disrupt development and turn off good people from working on important privacy or security projects. So um, I think we've seen an increased uh, increase. You've seen you've seen a bunch of developers on on Bitcoin and privacy and security things um, stepping down or away from their position because they're being harassed in some way, shape, or form. Whether that's a coordinated um, state-sponsored attack or, or or something else, um, it's a real issue to me. Um, what are your thoughts, guys? Um, okay, I'll uh, I'll go first. Um, so essentially, I um, Graphene OS, if I'm not mistaken, there is a, another company. Um, that I, I believe that they started off. It's the similar type of story, like between Samurai and Wasabi, 
Okay, so there's there's like one specific competitor to to Graphene, if I understood correctly, and I'm totally forgetting their name. I'm thinking of Prism OS, but I think is it Calyx? Is it Calyx? I don't know. Like I've heard, I've heard sure, people talk they're... about both of those two, but I hadn't heard of Prism. I don't know. But um, but either way, like essentially, I I do think it's very interesting, right? Because you have this battle that goes on between Graphene and this competitor, which I, it's the name is escaping me. So please, in the YouTube comments, if you know who it is put in the name but like it's strange that samurai and wasabi also write privacy tools and you have this very strange type of bickering right they were they were one essentially they were one company once upon a time and then they split up so and then it became wasabi and samurai and now you just have these you know essentially these social attacks on each other and and it just kind of muddies the waters you know for anyone especially like i'm sorry but especially if you're a noob looking in right and and you're seeing this you're, you're thinking to yourself uh you know maybe you get put off from doing from, from yeah, looking into these privacy things right? because yeah i mean so and and that's exactly right? the point but, right but, about but, the, the spooks right with graphene os you see this guy stepping down you're thinking uh-oh you know like what's going on so it yeah i think it's kind of interesting and not a coincidence maybe not a coincidence in terms of like the other project or the spook stuff the not a coincidence in terms of like the um i guess you'd say the the social story behind them Right. Like it's like for me, I just find that even though there's no connection in my eyes, I find it strange that these two privacy tools are both uh, kind of um, how do we say this? Like uh, they're 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 both in muddy waters. Right. They both have spooky vibes. Yeah, exactly. Saying. Like yeah. exactly. I can't explain it properly, but it's just like samurai, right? Like samurai wasabi, you have these arguments all the time and you just really don't know who to trust. And everybody's telling you should trust them. And then there's Graphene OS with with their competitor. And and that's you know, you see this tweet from NVK. So now you're thinking, well, maybe I can't trust Graphene. Like that's kind of strange, right? Like all of this around the privacy tools like there's a lot of controversy i guess is what i'm trying to say it's controversial around the privacy tools there you go i finally said it <laughs> that's what yeah, i mean I by it's not a coincidence about the controversy uh, i see okay, yeah. <laughs> we went full circle on that one. Oh, I, guess, I mean like, out his like, point. i don't know man like people who do privacy stuff are weirdos anyway that sounds weird but like they're just like a bunch of like Maybe a little over paranoid freaks, like that's what makes them good at what they do. And so, like, yeah, they got like weird shit, man. Like they do weird drama because these are like a bunch of weird dudes. Like it's all dudes. Dudes are like super. Like they're also hey, like. No, there's like... that Lola girl. She 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 likes privacy. She working on one of these projects. I don't know. I think she just criticizes privacy of things like like plebda. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like leading. Partially, rightfully so, but yeah. Again, how how messages are communicated, um, there is no correct way, but maybe certain forms can have more meaningful impact if that's what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is a false flag. Maybe he's like, I mean, maybe he's like saying he's publicly going off the projects so if people leave him alone he's going to come back as a nim like i feel like we had this on bitcoin right like there were a bunch we of did, people yeah. that left because of the craig Wright. i mean like the, like craig Wright is like a, a 
<laughs> I'm like, quick my thing has been happening for a long time, but I like recently realized that this is like a, a actually an attack on Bitcoin, if that makes sense. Maybe I'm slow, man. I'm like real slow. Um, takes a while for things to like filter through my email to reach me at my little server. Um, no, but, but even uh, if you run your own email server, it still takes a long time. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, you got you to speed that. You got to speed up the uh, the time to live or something like that. I don't know. Maybe that's know. what's going on. I don't I'll know, think. guys. The, the Craig Wright mail took a while to reach me, though. Um, but yeah, man, like I don't know. So like, I feel like in reaction to those kind or yeah, reaction to that kind of thing, like we saw a lot of Bitcoin core devs like aren't really touching the project anymore, at least publicly that we know of, right? So I kind of wonder, like, okay, maybe he's actually like, you know, I'm like a little pragmatic. I'm like, okay, maybe he's actually getting spotted and he's done, he's out, and that's what's happening. Uh, maybe like MVK, I feel like is trying to say is like this. Maybe the spooks are harassing him, so he's leaving. Maybe he's like, um, I think so. yeah, maybe he's like, but maybe he's like publicly saying he's like laying off and he's gonna like privately re resurrect as a NIM. I don't know. Um, I mean, but he's he obviously you wouldn't say that. Like that's the the point is you can't say that. Oh yeah, no, you wouldn't. You can't is. say that. Um, All you see in public is I'm done. See you guys later. Um, well, we can only assume the wise, right? But I, I think that you, you, you make a, you know, you make a good point, right? It's, you know, maybe he, you know, maybe he is being harassed, you know, by the spooks, and maybe that's what NVK was alluding to. So that that is possible, and and you know, like that that wouldn't mean that both of those outcomes aren't mutually exclusive, right? Like him, you know, him coming back as a nim, like yeah, I mean, both of those both of those reasons could easily be because, you know, he's being threatened. Who knows? Like really, who knows? Maybe it's a giant nothing burger, right? Like maybe we're just making this up and this guy's like super tired and just doesn't doesn't care anymore and is like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to spend some time with the family. But I'll tell you this, okay, I'll tell you this. In traditional markets, in traditional markets, when CEOs step down to spend time with their family, like usually you should be selling that stock. <laughs> usually that that that's a red flag. Like that that's probably about a month before they announce an irregularity in the numbers. <laughs> something like that so personally like i i know that you're not always supposed to take it as a red flag but it's a red flag <laughs> so, just putting that out yeah. there for everyone <laughs> i mean people don't get into the ceo role, role by like caring about spending time with their families right um <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> they love everybody that's why they're ceos <laughs> no i think i think they're like i think they're like, it's like no no i think they're workaholic cells um, of course they are yeah, I like it all. I don't think, yeah, you know, I totally they, agree. They end up being CEOs so they can pay the nanny, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. You know what? It's funny that you say that. And I, I don't, I don't mean to, because we're going to totally go off topic, but the company that I used to work for, our CEO, and, and again, I'm not, I'm not dissing these people. I'm just, I'm talking about the stereotype. They, he looked like a, a used car salesman, right? Like he, he had like the, he had like the big mustache. You know, like, and, and he just looked like, like this guy looked like he was going to sell you a bunch of crap. <laughs> he just had that look, you know? And, and I mean, in my eyes, I was like, yeah, that's why they made him CEO. Cause he can, he can sell the board. He can sell the board on the vision. Right. So like, I've, think about it. It's kind of what they I've do about this the board on the vision. Anyways. I've talked about this concept before this, the, the idea of po uh, political quotient. Um, the, it's essentially an ability to, you know, influence and manipulate others, um, you know, separate from an emo emotional or intelligence quotient, um, political quotient. Um, and, and that's what the fiat world selects for. And that's what these, these CEO types have that, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not the smartest, they're not well liked, but they're good at getting other people to do things for them. And that, and that's what, 
currently the fiat world selects for it doesn't select for um intelligent people doing real work it selects for um the, the manipulators um because ultimately um politicians at the top that um aren't held accountable because they're able to use central banking to print the difference on what they spend versus what they um you know honestly collect in taxes I don't like that phrasing, but you, you know what I mean. Like the the whole the whole point is that it's 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 being it's being done behind behind closed doors, um, and if if you have people at the top essentially um, that that aren't accountable um, for what they do, then then that sort of lack of accountability trick, trickles down, and you have now society rife with 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 these type of characters all in all sorts of powerful positions because in the fiat world. It, it, it's not about the work it's about um convincing others um of of the importance of the work that you plan to do or some bullshit like that i think I, th I think that you just definitely dropped some wisdom on us that that is what i think <laughs> it's probably the smartest comment out of all three of us <laughs> so. um well talk talking of people who aren't wise can i talk about david bailey for a minute please oh, um wrecked. oh this guy's wrecked. <laughs> yeah, like it's it, this has annoyed People me. More so, like, than I was, we know. I, 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 I'm a I'm a big fan of Bitcoin Magazine, the magazine itself, um, and I think David is tarnishing the name of it, and that's exactly what I tweeted at him this week is saying that he's tarnishing the name of Bitcoin Magazine that calls itself the most trusted voice in Bitcoin with his shitcoinery. That he, he he's essentially affinity scamming the the kind of prestige of of. I think you can argue a positive kind of institution in Bitcoin with uh, a whole bunch of stuff on the side. Uh, Pleader to here tweeting um, about why why have they become pro ordinals? Um, um, it turns out essentially that there's a a, a hedge fund. Um, again, this isn't the first time David's done this, but a, a crypto hedge fund um, that are um, yeah um, raising money for a, a whole bunch of tools for all of this shitcoinery. Um, and and David Bailey is is one of the the trustees of the fund. Yeah. Our, our our good friend Frito said, "Oh, we've known about this from Bitcoin Magazine for years." And David Bailey, the only comment is is just a laughing. So like, it, it disappoints me. And I spent I spent fifteen ten fifteen minutes, maybe you could say tearing into Mike Germano uh, backstage at, at the conference about about this kind of stuff. They don't they just don't seem to they don't seem to care. They don't seem to get it. They think there's trade like trade-offs and uh, they seem to just think different rules apply to them to be honest um to me it's just the same sort of the same sort of fiat bullshit of uh, w once you're sufficiently powerful you can be a bit of a dick just because you know oh well i've already done enough good or I've, i'm an I, my work is net positive or wh whatever it is but it's just bullshit I, yeah, I mean, Bitcoin Magazine was started by Vitalik, right? Like, yep. I feel like anytime anyone, I mean, they do some good reporting. Um, I don't really read the news all that much, so I assume they're doing... No, less about the news, but I feel like, you know, Shinobi, Shinobi's had a bunch of good pieces in there. There's been a bunch of, I don't know, I think good good articles and good uh, pieces of analysis Um um, they, like Croesus had you know a couple of good things in there. Gladstein, though I'm not yeah. a huge fan, has had has had some you know good articles in there. There's you know there's there have been some very good articles from that, but I think that the the conference and all the other side ventures 
um, are very much using that branding um, mm. on other things. Well, they definitely started in Ordinal's marketplace, right? So they're definitely dealing Ordinal's as a business line now. So, I mean, you know, your incentives change when you go from being like a news reporting organization to like a over-the-counter trader of like rare JPEGs. Um, I don't know. You know what? I I guess I I can add this, right? Um if we if we zoom out and take a look at this, they got rid of I think it was 18 employees um in the in in they the got last 20% week. of the their 20%, workforce, yeah, because David workforce, lost right? a bunch of money with 3AC and etc. And the the Bitcoin conference last year had approximately thirty five thousand attendees, whereas this time they had, if I'm not mistaken, it was fifteen thousand, or it was twenty thousand. Yeah, they came. It was half the size, I think. It was it was half the size, right? And and I mean, if you were there, you you saw like the 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 venue was half the size at least. So so look, there, in my eyes, there's no question that they're hurting. Now, along comes this fantastic narrative that's being built on Bitcoin, right? And look, it's going to help adoption, right? And that, to be perfectly honest, to the people that aren't really paying attention, right? To, to think that you need to have this kind of crap um, on, on something as secure and as worthwhile as Bitcoin. I mean, it's, it's completely laughable, but hey, it doesn't matter because creates there's a lot of controversy around it there's tons of noise there's there's cheerleaders for it it's there's a whole ecosystem that's essentially just popped up out of absolutely nowhere because it's let's be honest vaporware right like i mean it's jpegs that again it's just like nfts it's jpegs you don't own i mean who cares you you have you have the ordinals the inscriptions you have the index i mean like it's it's all third party tools this is this is all crap okay like that's all it is this is just crap that's being built around bitcoin and it's being marketed as adoption and it's being marketed in some cases as investments, right? Rare Satoshis, whatever. At the end of the day, it sells tickets, it sells ad space, right? Like this is, and, that, and that's like the nature of the beast for these people. So, I mean, sadly, right? Sadly for some people, they end up learning, oh no, you know, like the Bitcoin publication doesn't really give a shit about Bitcoin. They, they don't really care about Bitcoin. They care more about their bottom line. So it's like, this is where you get into the murky waters because to your point, Walton, they have awesome, you know, they put out some great material. There's, I know there's one Bitcoiner out there. They uh, have a couple million MTOs. followers on Twitter. Like it's not, you know, they have, a, the, no, the point is there's a platform that there is a kind of trust in, in that and it's, and it's being undermined. It's a, yeah. it's a shame. And, it is. it is what it is. I mean, ultimately the corp, corporate type media will ultimately i don't know i think there there are kind of greedy types and you and and they will get suckered into certain incentives it real real pleb media um it is 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 very challenging to do because because you're not going to get the same sort of sponsors as if you you know cut yourself to corporate interests that's right that's right the marketing machine that involves vaporware Anyways, guys, this wraps up the wrecked segment, and we are moving on over to the Hopium. The Hopium, the hopium is brought to you by CryptoCloaks. Check them out, CryptoCloaks.com. Also serving the EU, CryptoCloaks.co.uk. Get yourself a 5% discount using the PLEB underground code. 
at CryptoCloaks.com on awesome prints like the 3D printed grenade, which stores an open dime. Get the bigger one and you can fit a signing device. That's at CryptoCloaks.com and use the code PLEBUNDERGROUND for 5% off. For the hopium, for the hopium, I've got something, got something I think is interesting. I actually have two things, um, but we're going to start off with this one, okay? Breaking, right, from documenting Bitcoin. And, and I think that this is funny because, Walton, we, I, I think we might know something about Google that other people don't know, but this is interesting, right? Google Cloud is helping companies scale and build Bitcoin infrastructure. An innovation to come out of the, and I, I hate their wording. Yeah, I said this ages ago. I reported this months ago that that, that Google invested oh. in Voltage or, or or Alphabet invested in Voltage. That's right, but of course they're mentioning it again, right? Like, and that's and again, this is this is kind of my point about it being hopium, is that in my eyes, it's but just Google actually murder. tweeting about it is the point, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like Google tweeting about it. Right. But at the same time, it's like, what does that really mean? I mean, so, so what? Does it mean anything for Bitcoin? It Basi like, basically, just, just think all... about it. What, what does the partnership parade do for the shit coins? Right. Like when, when the shit coins announced that they're partnering with this, this company and that company and, and all, what does that do for the shit coin? It does absolutely nothing. So why would it do anything for us for Bitcoin? Phil, right? so Google heard that all all of the Ethereum um, nodes run on AWS, and so they want some of that market share. Um, and so they're, they're hey, hey, we'll we'll invest in some no node as a service type type of company. Uh, we we can steal some business from Bezos. I mean, is it really yeah. any? Oh, sorry. No, Lisa. What what are your thoughts on this? Like, do you do you care that that Google's in the space and that like they're you know helping Voltage? Okay, but I don't know where Voltage has been running, but assuming that they've been on Google Cloud the whole time, this isn't really a change. Although this is a marketing change, right? Like, you know, like for all we know, Voltage might have been shipping all their node infra on Google Cloud already. All that's different now is if you like go to a Google platform, it'll maybe give you an option to run a Lightning node and it'll send you through the Voltage thing and you pay Voltage to spin it up and do all the images and I mean, a lot of what Voltage does and like a huge service that I think, you know, is very worth paying them is they like troubleshoot problems for you, right? So it's really like, if you want to run a Lightning node and have like a tech support, you know, one of the best Lightning support teams, I think in the business, um, yeah, you just like pay Voltage to handle the front end of the node spin up for you, I guess. I mean, there's no reason you can't just like spin up a Google Cloud like instance with a node on it, right? Like you still do that. I don't... Running it on Voltage is like literally. I think you're really just paying for like support. I, I mean, it, it's for people who don't want to host their own stuff, right? It's I, I think that again, Google, but you could do it on Google and not hosting your own stuff, right? Maybe I'm like I don't know. I don't know. I, I just I I just think that again, right? It's it it is it is it's just hopium. It's just a nothing burger hopium and. Google's no. got your keys either way, right? Like well, whatever money you put on that node, like it's it's gonna be in the Google platform or wherever. So there's a few comments in the thread alluding to Chainalysis, right? Like somebody had to point out that like, oh yeah, you know, like you're just you know you're just helping Chainalysis out. I guess that could I'm be one, could be an um, argument. One thing about all this hosted cloud stuff that I think no one's really there's a lot of like incentive not to dig into this question, but 
Like, does Google now have to, does Google now have like money transmitter like responsibilities because they're hosting the keys on their machines? Like, yeah, I think that, I think the answer is yes, and they're the only people that do, and so that now the banks can fight big tech and um, Bitcoin oh, they've can already continue, been continue to grow as it as it as it does. Yeah, but that's a very good point. I think are like whenever you run these services, though, like I think these are like I, I feel like mm, yeah, maybe that's why they're like asking the voltage to help them is they want to like minimize that legal risk in terms of like actual custody of funds, right? But this is like. I don't know. This is like not your like if you're not running it on hardware that you own, like when you have a lightning node, it's like, yeah, that's like technically you're custodying the keys elsewhere. Is right? it kind of like open node? Uh I mean, yeah, kinda. Like, yeah, actually. So but, I mean, it's, it's so, but maybe maybe it has more customi customization. I don't know. Maybe maybe the with voltage is... you can do more kind of white labeling type. Maybe they give yeah, you more wizards. You know, theory. Well, on Voltage, you have all the responsibility for managing your ability to send and receive payments in terms of managing your channels, right? So you have all the channel management is your responsibility, and funding and finding the Bitcoin to supply it to your node is all your responsibilities. So Open Node in theory takes care of all oh, that. Okay, so but this, that's good to know. So it's kind of a sliding scale of you can run your own hardware and your own software, uh, and do uh, channel management, or you could um use someone else's hardware run voltages software and do your own channel management or you can um run someone else's hardware software and all that channel management happen within open node um yeah and i think like voltage would argue that they can't log into your machine but someone has the google cloud account right it's not you it's voltage I think. administrator access sort of thing to the servers yeah yeah I mean, you don't have that. You just have administrator access to your own instance. Like that's yeah. that, that that's pretty exactly. much it, you know. So, all right, we're gonna we're gonna move on to the uh, we're gonna wrap up with the last piece of hopium. This is an old tweet. Haven't seen this in a long time. This was good on on Alex for uh, for retweeting this. Still one of the greatest Bitcoin tweets of all time. That's right from Zia Satter. So here we go. This is like, I mean, you can see right here, right? It's from 2019. There isn't a single goddamn thing that Bitcoin can do for retail that Apple Pay doesn't already do 10x better. And here is, and here is Zia. And he responded, I can't use Apple Pay, PayPal, Visa, MasterCard, or anything like them. I'm from Iran. I can use Bitcoin. What do you have to say? <laughs> and see, that right there, that right there is the real promise. The real promise of Bitcoin is, is the fact that it is the money of enemies and it is completely permissionless. And that is the beauty of it. And there you go. This is, to me, like that's, that, that, that's a fantastic way to, you know, to end the hopium on. So we're going to go around here and get people's final comments before, uh, before we wrap up. Did you ever see that tweet before, Lisa? I think I did see it earlier today. So, yeah. Definitely a today's tweet for sure. Yeah. Sorry. It's a good one, right? It's great. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, I think my comment would be like a lightning has a I think lightning isn't at the Apple Pay user experience yet. And so like I think we're gonna get there and I'm excited about that future. So like someday we will have the Apple Pay experience from Iran um with Bitcoin as like, you know, kind of like something that I think that as someone who cares about like the payments experience we're going to grow into. Um, so, I mean, I see it inspirational from like both those sides, right? It's like, yeah, we can still, we can remake like the simplicity and beauty of like whatever Apple pay is and make it global and accessible anywhere in the world, which is really cool. 
Very well said. Walton, any final thoughts on this one? Fuck shitcoins. Dot com. Please like and subscribe. Thank you. I agree. I agree. Very well said. Fuck shitcoins. All right, guys. That does it for us for this week. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to check us out on our audio-only platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. If you want to stream a sats, check us out on Fountain.fm. You can stream a sats through Breeze. Walton, drumroll. How do we end this? It's called Core Lightning, not Sea Lightning. True. True. All right, guys. Catch you next week. Yeah. <laughs>